Shalom, Holy Scriptures and Israel is a ministry designed to share with the Jewish people the good news of the Lord Jesus Yeshua the Messiah and to instruct Christians on the Jewish roots of their faith. And now, teaching God's Word from a Hebrew Messianic perspective, here is Gideon Levitam. Shalom, my dear brothers and sisters. Our study in this ministry meeting deals with the final chapter of the Gospel of John, John chapter 21. And in this ministry meeting, we will share with you concerning the first 14 verses of John chapter 21. John chapter 21 is the final chapter in this important gospel, and in this last chapter, we see the fact that the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, appears to his disciples in the first 14 verses in the Galil, in the north of Israel. I would like you to turn with me to John chapter 21, and please follow me as I'm reading the first 14 verses of chapter 21. And we read, After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. And on this wise showed he himself. They were together Simon Peter and Thomas called Didymus, and Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, and the sons of Zebedee, and two other of his disciples. Simon Peter saith unto them, I go fishing. They said unto him, We also go with thee. They went forth and entered into a ship immediately, and that night they caught nothing. But when the morning was now come, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples knew not that it was Yeshua. Then Yeshua saith unto them, Children, have ye any meat? They answered him, No. And he said unto them, Cast the net on the right side of the ship, and ye shall find. They cast therefore, and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fish. Therefore that disciples whom Jesus loved saith unto Peter, It is the Lord. Now when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he girt his fish's coat unto him, for he was naked, and did cast himself into the sea. And the other disciples came in a little ship, and they were not far from the land, but as it were two hundred cubits, dragging the net with fishes. As soon then, as they were come to land, they saw a fire of coals there, and fish laid thereon, and bread. Jesus saith unto them, Bring of the fish which ye have now caught. Simon Peter went up, and drew the net to land, full of great fish, a hundred and fifty and three. And for all there were so many, yet was not the net broken. Yeshua saith unto them, Come and dine. And none of the disciples dares ask him, Who art thou, knowing that it was the Lord? Jesus then cometh, and taketh bread, and giveth them, and fish likewise. This is now the third time that Yeshua showed himself to his disciples after that he was risen 
from the dead. Well, these verses, beloved brothers and sisters, in John chapter 21 and verses 1 to 14, we see the additional appearing of our Lord Jesus the Messiah to his disciples. Notice that this 21st chapter seemed to be a chapter that was given to us as the Apostle John by the Spirit of God received additional information from the Lord in order to include this in this 21st chapter, including it in this Gospel of John, because it sounded like that the whole Gospel ended at the end of chapter 20. Verses 30 and 31, we did read when we concluded the study of the 20th chapter of John, where it says, and many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that ye might believe that Yeshua is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that believing ye might have life through his name. Seemingly, it seemed to be as the conclusion of the whole Gospel of John ended at the end of chapter 20, in verses 30 and 31. But the Spirit of God gave us another, we might say, another chapter, even though there are no chapter and verses when the Scripture was given by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit of God. But we do have additional information here, and this is very important because we learn from this chapter one of the most important lessons that Yeshua is emphasizing once again, and the Spirit of God desired to emphasize the importance of the appearing of the Lord Jesus the Messiah again and again to His disciples and to others, as we will point to them, after the resurrection of the Messiah. In other words, Yeshua HaMashiach, as the prophets Isaiah said, He shall see of the travel of his soul and shall be satisfied. Isaiah 53 and verse 10, where we do read in verse 10, Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He had put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. And then, as we read in the prophet Isaiah, that God will prolong the days of the Mashiach after he made his soul an offering for sin. In other words, we see the emphasis of the resurrection of the Messiah. And that's why there is this additional chapter, we might say, including here in the Gospel of John to emphasize once again the resurrection of our Lord Jesus the Messiah and the appearance to His disciples. This is very, very important. To remind you also that when we read in Psalm 16, David prophetically said, For thou wilt not leave my soul in Sheol, neither wilt thou suffer thine Holy One to see corruption. God will raise the Mashiach, Yeshua, and the Messiah is now appearing to his disciples after his resurrection. Now you notice that in this 21st chapter, verse 1 and verse 14, we read the word concerning the appearing of the Messiah. Notice it says, after this thing, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. Notice verse 14. This is now the third time that Yeshua showed himself to his disciples. In other words, we see that there will be appearings of the Messiah, Jesus, Yeshua, after his resurrection to his disciples and to certain individuals 
that he desired and he wanted to show himself for a purpose after his resurrection. Well, also, beloved brothers and sisters, the second reason that we have this 21st chapter in the Gospel of John is to show us the restoration, the public restoration of Simon Peter, of Shimon Petros. He denied the Lord three times, and the Lord wanted to restore him publicly in the presence of his disciples. And there is another reason why we find here in John chapter 21 the fact that the Lord is now at the end of this 21st chapter restoring Simon Peter, Shimon Petros, to his ministry before the other disciples. But notice, beloved brothers and sisters, that in this portion that we read now, John chapter 21, verses 1 to 14, we see a few very important lessons. First of all, you will notice that the disciples were now returning back to the old occupation which they were occupied before they came to faith in the Lord Jesus the Messiah. And we do read that the disciples are called to obey the Lord and to follow the call that he had given unto them to become fishers of men and to leave their occupation as those who were fishers of fish in the Sea of Galilee in the northern part of the land of Israel. So, you will notice this in verse 1 of John chapter 21. After these things, Yeshua showed himself again to the disciples, where at the Sea of Tiberias. And that Sea of Galilee, we call it in Hebrew, Kineret. And the word Kineret comes from the Hebrew word Kinor, a violin, because of the shape of the Sea of Galilee. And the Sea of Galilee, there, Tiberias, now in the north of Israel, we see that Yeshua himself is showing himself now to these disciples, not now in Jerusalem, as he have already showed himself earlier, this time he's showing himself to the disciples in the north of Israel, in the Galil, there by the Sea of Kinneret, by the Lake of Kinneret. And so we read in verse 1, he showed himself on this wise. In other words, this was the manner whereby Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, showed himself to the disciples. It was very unusual, because what happened, here we find that now these disciples had to go all the way from Yerushalayim. If you re- remember in the previous uh, chapter, there the Lord appeared to the disciples in the upper room in the city of Yerushalayim. You remember that? We read earlier in chapter 20th that at the same day, at the evening, the first day of the week, when the, the doors were shut from the, where the disciples were assembled together for the fear of these, of the Jews, this is the Jewish leaders, came Jesus and he stood in the midst of them and he saith unto them, Shalom lachem, peace be unto you. And when he had said so, he showed himself unto Unto his disciples, his hands and his side, then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. In other words, he had already shown himself in the city of Jerusalem to the disciples. He revealed himself to them. If you remember Thomas, one of the twelve called Didymus, he was the one that was not there. In other words, not all the disciples were there in the upper room at that time when the Lord appeared to them. And eight days later, Thomas was with them, and we have an additional appearing of the Lord Jesus the Messiah 
to the disciples. You remember Thomas said in verse 25 of chapter 20, he said to the disciples who said to him, we have seen the Messiah, we have seen the Lord. Thomas said, except I see his hand and the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. And you remember, we do read in verse 26 of John 20, after eight days, again his disciples were within. And Thomas was with them this time. Came Yeshua, the doors being shut. He stood in the midst and he said, Shalom lachem, peace be unto you. Then he spoke to Thomas. This time Thomas and all the eleven were together. While the previous first day of the week, there were only ten of them. Now we have all the eleven of them together, including Thomas. And it was there and then that Thomas said, My Lord and my God. He recognized that the Messiah was indeed risen from among the dead, that Yeshua came to that room where the disciples gathered together. So you notice, beloved brothers and sisters, that when we arrive to chapter 21, the appearing of Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, to his disciples was not now in Jerusalem, but it is in the north of Israel, there by the sea of Kinneret, Tiberias, the Sea of Galilee. And you notice what we learn from this very interesting 21st chapter in verse 2. We find here that all those disciples that were together, there were really not all the 11 here, because we find there were together Simon Peter, verse 2, and Thomas, this is the Teom, the twin, Didymus, the one that was not in the first appearing to the ten, he was not in that room with them, but this time he is now in the Galil with, we would call them the core leaders from among the eleven. Simon Peter and Thomas and Netanel of Cana in Galilee, and also the sons of Zebedee. This is James, Yaakov, and this is John, John, Yohanan. And then and the two other disciples. And we find now, these seven are there in the Galil by the Sea of Kinere, the Sea of Galilee. Well, notice what we read, beloved brothers and sisters. Peter, of course, he was the leader from among the disciples. We can see how here, even in this 21st chapter of the Gospel of John, Peter takes the lead. And the Lord called him to lead, but the Lord wanted Peter to lead as he followed him. He wanted Simon Peter to be a leader, but a leader that is a submissive leader. And that's why the disciples really are to learn to obey the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, and really to follow after Him. As you and I also need to learn this lesson because we need to respond to the call that the Lord have called each and every believer in the Lord Jesus, the Messiah. And so we find out now that Peter, Simon Peter, he says unto the other disciples, he said unto them, he said, I go fishing. In other words, he is now returning back to the occupation which he always had before the Lord called him and said unto him, Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Again, to remind you, the Messiah was rejected. The Messiah ultimately was crucified on a Roman cross. The Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus, was buried and he rose again. And now he is appearing more than once and again to the disciples, to certain individuals in order to encourage them to realize what they are to do now after his resurrection. 
how they are to handle themselves. What they are called to do. Again, to remember, beloved brothers and sisters, we are here in a time when the Messiah, Jesus, rose from among the dead and yet the church was not born. The assembly, the heavenly company, will have its beginning some 50 days after the resurrection of the Messiah, after the Lord Jesus rose from among the dead at the Feast of Shavuot, the Feast of Weeks, the Feast of Pentecost, it is only then and there where the Spirit of God will come to indwell each believer and to place them and put them, to baptize them into one body. Here we are still in between those days, awaiting the day when the birth of the assembly. These Jewish disciples, with a limited amount of understanding that they have had, during a time that was very unusual, a time that they were, you might say, questioning themselves, what is going on, what will happen now? We follow the Lord Jesus, we follow Yeshua the Messiah for these three years, three a little bit more than three years now. What will happen? What is going to happen next? And that's why here the Lord is appearing unto them and encouraging them, preparing them for the time that will come where they will become those, the foundation of the assembly of the ecclesia. Where they will be these pillars that through them the preaching of the gospel will go throughout all the nations of the world and the church, the assembly, will have its beginning. You remember what we read in Ephesians chapter 2 where the Apostle Paul reminded the Ephesian believers that they are built, all believers, every one of us who is truly believer in the Lord Jesus the Messiah who is part of the assembly, the church, we are built upon the foundation. What is the foundation? The foundation of the apostles and the prophets. These are first century apostles and prophets. The shlichim and the neviim of first century of the church age. Such as Peter and others. The apostles. And then Jesus Christ, Yeshua Mashiach, he is himself being the chief corner stone. And so again, beloved brothers and sisters, the resurrection appearances of the Lord Jesus the Messiah are very important to establish these early Hebrew believers in preparation for the era in which you and I live in today. And now some 2,000 years have gone by which soon will come to an end before Israel's restoration as a nation to the Lord Jesus, the Messiah. And so we read, Peter said unto them, the other six, he said, I go fishing. Now notice as a leader, he's returning now back, and you notice others do follow the leader. So they said in verse 3, they said unto him, we also go with thee. And they went forth, entered into a ship immediately, and that night they caught nothing. Now, we are not surprised why they caught nothing. Naturally speaking, a time when the fishermen go to fish, there is no fish to catch. But it seemed to be, from the context that we have here before us, that there is a reason why they caught no fish, because God... In a supernatural way, the Lord Jesus the Messiah withheld the fish from coming their way. Because they returned to where they should not return to. Because earlier, God have called them, the Lord called them to become fishers of men. What they needed to do is to wait on the Lord to speak to them and to give them instruction what they are to do next. 
But you know how it is when the Lord calls us for a certain ministry, of the Lord called us for a certain service, how it is so easy when things are not so easy flowing through, we just get so discouraged and disappointed and we can't wait, we get impatient, we either move forward too fast or we either lag behind and we just don't have that uh, patient to wait on the Lord. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Scripture tells us that we are to wait, to trust in the Lord, to wait on Him and to remind you in Matthew, the Lord Jesus Himself said to the disciples in Matthew chapter 4, we do read, if you remember in verse 18, and Jesus walking on the Sea of Galilee and He saw two brethren, Simon, this is Shimon, Shimon, Simon Peter, called Peter and Andrew his brother, casting net into the sea, for they were fishers. And he saith unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. In Hebrew, Lechu acharai, ve'asimchem ledayagei anashim. Follow me, and I will make you, now not anymore for fishers of fish, but fishers of men. In other words, you will be the one that will draw other men unto the God of Israel, unto the Lord Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah. And straightway we read in Matthew 4, verse 19 and 20, straightway they left their net and they followed Him. You see, they obeyed Him. We can read a bit later, it says immediately, verse 21, going on from thence, He saw other two brethren, Yaakov, James, the son of Zebedee and John. This is the apostle Yohanan that gave us here this gospel of Yohanan. He was the brother of Yaakov, of James. They were in a ship with Zebedee, their father. They were mending their nets, and he called, Yeshua called them as well. And they immediately left the ship and their father, and they followed him. In other words, these disciples followed the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, they recognized that Yeshua was indeed the promised Messiah. They followed Him. They obeyed Him. And they lived with Him his, all throughout His public ministry. But now He died. He was buried. And of course, He rose again. As we have already seen earlier in the 20th chapter how they have learned that the Messiah was resurrected from the dead. If you remember in chapter 20, the first day of the week, cometh and Miriam, Mary Magdalene, early, came early, when it was yet dark. In other words, it was the Shabbat evening after sundown. It was still dark. She is coming to the tomb. It was the first day of the week. After the sundown of the Shabbat day, the first day of the week, and she's appearing there by the tomb, and she was waiting there. And if you remember, she came to the sepulchre, and she saw that the stone was taken away. And it was there that the Lord appeared to her. And if you remember, we also read that she told this to the disciples, and Simon Peter, verse 2 of chapter 20, and also John, both of them have ran, they went, they both ran towards the sepulchre and they discovered that the tomb was empty. They saw the linen cloth laying there. And beloved friends, they really understood that he was resurrected. So the Lord had to appeal to them in order to strengthen them after his resurrection. And so they went back now, in chapter 21, they went to do their old job that they have done before. And you see, it was in disobedience to the call of the Lord, who called them to go and to be fishers of men. They were to wait for the instruction that the Lord would give to them, but instead of waiting on Him, they went all the way to Galilee, to their home area, 
Peter said, I go fishing. As a leader, he led the others to follow after him, and so they, the other ones, the other six there, Thomas, Nathaniel of Cana of Galilee, the son of Zebedee, and the, the sons of Zebedee, and the two other disciples, they all went back to their old job. And so you notice that? They caught nothing. They caught nothing. And so we read in verse 4, When the morning was now come, Yeshua stood on the seashore, by the shore there. But the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. You notice that? They did not recognize that it was He. They did not recognize. Do you remember, beloved brothers and sisters, that in Matthew chapter 14, when all the disciples were there by the sea, once again on the Sea of Galilee, in the boat, and there was a storm in the Sea of Galilee, and they were afraid, and then Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, came to them walking on the sea, and they didn't even recognize that it was He. They were assuming that it was a spirit. And the Lord Jesus called them and He said, It is I, it is I, be not afraid. And it was again Simon Peter who said, If it is you, Lord, call me that I will walk on the water to you. And Yeshua said to Peter, Come. And He came. And He walked on the water of the Sea of Galilee. And when He walked on the water of the Sea of Galilee, as long that his eyes were focused on the Lord, he could walk on the water. But when he looked around and he saw the storm, the wind, the waves, he did not look to the Lord anymore and he began to sink. And when he sank, Yeshua held his hand and he pulled him up out of the water and he put him into the boat, into the ship. And he said to him, O thou of little faith. But the little faith of Peter was far greater than the faith of the rest of the disciples because they remained in the boat. But they did not recognize him. To remind you also of the two who went to Emmaus. And they were also discouraged. In Luke chapter 24 and verse 16 where the Lord Yeshua the Messiah appeared to them. And if you remember, they also did not recognize that it was the Lord, the risen Lord, the risen Messiah, Yeshua himself. And if you remember, in verse 16, their eyes, Luke 24, 16, their eyes were holding that they should not know him. And the Lord asked them, What manner of communication are these that ye have one to another as ye walk and are sad? They were sad because they assume that Yeshua will be the one that will restore Israel already then and there. And by the fact that he died, they were not, you might say, they didn't accept what he taught the disciples that follow after him. The, 12 plus the rest who follow after him. They didn't accept the fact that he taught them that he had to die, to be buried and to rise again. So my dear brothers and sisters, what a lesson we learn here. Here is the third time that the disciples did not recognize him. First all the 12 in the boat in Matthew 14. Then the two who went down to Emmaus from Jerusalem in Luke chapter 24. And here in John chapter 21 and verse 4, these seven disciples there on the sea, in the Sea of Galilee, the disciples didn't know that it was Yeshua Jesus himself. And so amazingly we read how the Lord is the one that is challenging them and calling them and drawing them to himself. They were wrong. They should have not returned to their old job as fishers of fish. They should have waited on him to give them instruction. But who are we able to blame 
we ourselves realize how often time we do not submit to the Lord and the Lord has to draw us again and again to be submissive unto Him. This is an amazing lesson, beloved brothers and sisters. As believers, we realize this. We look over in our lives and we see how often the Lord so graciously is drawing us and speaking to us again and again in order to restore us. You remember the verse that we read in 1 John 1, 9, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. It's not a matter of salvation. It's a matter of fellowship with the Lord. It is a matter of enjoyment of our uh, belonging unto Him. It is a matter of serving Him. It is a matter of pleasing God. This is the lesson that we learn here in this 21st chapter of the Gospel of John. So Yeshua, Jesus, then saith unto them, Children, notice He called them children, Children, have ye any meat? Now, obviously, he doesn't mean meat per se, but what he's really asking them here, children, do you have food? You have anything to eat? The thought before us here is not, children, do you have anything to eat? In other words, he's asking them, did you catch anything? Do you have anything to eat? Because we did read. In verse 3, they caught nothing. They were all night. They're on the Sea of Galilee, but they came in the morning without anything that they caught. And the Lord Yeshua is graciously, He's about to prepare for them breakfast right there by the shore of the Sea of Galilee, on the shore. Wonderful, we read, when he asked them the question, children, do you have any food? Do you have any food? And he said unto them, cast the net on the right side of the ship, and ye shall find. Imagine, these fishermen, where all their lifetime fishing for fish, they know which way and where to cast the net. They knew very well, but beloved brothers and sisters, you could see that by divine design, the Lord did not allow them to even catch fish all night because He was teaching them a lesson. And the lesson is that when we disobey the Lord, when they disobey the Lord, there will not be any blessing that will flow out of it. The Lord will not allow His own people who disobey Him to be blessed in that which He is intending for them. And you can see they work, and it seems to be that no result of their labor. And so graciously, the Lord Yeshua, the Messiah, as the Creator of the universe, He is the one that is telling them, cast the net on the right side of the ship, and ye shall find. In Luke chapter 5, in the early days of the ministry of the Lord, in verses 3 to 7, we do read, He entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and he prayed him, he asked him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and he taught the people out of the ship. And when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets, plural, for a drought. In other words, let down your nets, Simon Peter, so you will have fish to take. But you see, Peter said to him in verse 5, Simon answering and he said unto him, Master, we have toiled all night and have taken nothing. We know we are fishers of fish. We know we worked all night and we, we haven't caught anything. And you are telling us now to let down the nets and not only one, but all the nets. So you notice what Peter said to him. This was in the earlier days of Yeshua's ministry where Peter 
followed him. And the Lord was seeking to teach his disciples. So Peter said, Simon said, Master, we have toiled all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. Notice Simon said to him, I will let down the net, singular, while the Lord asked to let down all the nets, plural. And when they had done so, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes, and their net break. Notice that. It is amazing that Peter knew very well that in days earlier, Years earlier, in the earlier part of the ministry, the public ministry of the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, that the Lord told him to do something, and when he obeyed, even though he doubted, and he only cast one single net instead of all the nets, yet we do read that they submitted to the Lord, they beckoned unto their friends, unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. They came and they filled both of the ships so that they began to sink. In other words, obeying the Lord Yeshua, the Messiah, provided for them plentiful of food. And it was then where Simon Peter saw it. We read in Luke 5 and verse 8, when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus Knees saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. You see, a few years passed by, and now we find Peter going back to the old job. Other disciples followed him, returning to the old job, toiling all night, and nothing, no fish. They caught nothing. And here's that man. That he's standing there by the shore whom they do not recognize at first. He's saying to them, children, do you have anything? Do you have anything to eat? They said no. Why? Because they caught nothing. And so he said to them, cast the net. And notice, cast the net on the right side of the ship and you shall find. You see, the Lord Jesus is God the Son, the creator of the universe. He is the one of whom we read and we emphasize it throughout the whole Gospel of John. That, beloved brothers and sisters, He is the one that we read, all things were made by Him. And without Him was not anything made which was made. John 1 and verse 3. He is the creator. If he says, cast the net this way, on that side, or the other side, one must obey and he will call all the fish to come to that very side in order for the disciples to catch fish. On their own, they caught nothing. But when they obeyed the Lord, notice that they Cast, notice verse 6 of John 21, they cast therefore, and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fish. Beloved brothers and sisters, what a lesson. What a lesson to learn here. Whenever we seek to do here in this world anything without the guidance of the Lord, there will never be fruit for God. We will catch nothing. But whenever there is submissiveness to the Lord, there is multitude of blessings. There is multitude of blessings. Wonderful lesson to learn here. But yet, beloved brothers and sisters, up to this point, they still do not recognize the disciples knew not that it was Jesus, that it was Yeshua himself. But you notice that the Creator, the God-man, the Messiah Himself who came, who lived the perfect life, who died the substitutionary death, who was buried and who rose again for our justification, 
and who is now in these days before his ascension ministering to his disciples. He is the one that gave instruction and the disciples when they simply obeyed even though they haven't recognized that it was the Lord yet. We find out that quickly enough they will find out who is the one that provided for them so many fish. They were not able, verse 6 tells us, for the multitude of the fishes. They were not able to draw. They were not able to draw the net. And so notice that how the Spirit of God worked in the disciples. Therefore that disciple, that disciple, this is John, Yohanan, who's the disciple whom Yeshua loved, who never mentioned his name in the Gospel of John. He is that disciple. Hatalmid. In Hebrew, in verse 7, it simply said, Hatalmid, the disciple. And he continued, the disciple whom Jesus loved. He never said the disciple who loved Yeshua, who loved Jesus, but that disciple whom the Lord Jesus loved, who never mentioned his name in this gospel, but we know him by Yohanan, by the name of John. He said to Peter, It is the Lord. It is the Lord. He's the one that was first recognizing that indeed it was the Lord himself. Now it makes us wonder how he could recognize now, first even before Peter, that it was the Lord. You see, John, Yohanan, was a disciple of whom we read in the Gospel of John that he was leaning on Yeshua's breast at the upper room in the Feast of Pesach, at the Feast of Passover. He was close to the heart of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah. He said about Yeshua that in him there is no sin. He knew very well when he was close to the Lord, he knew very well the heart of the Lord. And therefore he was the first one to recognize that it was the Lord. And he said to Peter, Peter, it is the Lord. And now when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he girded himself, he girded his fisher's outer coat unto him, for he was naked, he, was, he had his upper outer coat away, and now he gird himself, and you notice what we read, and he did cast himself into the sea. And the other disciples came in a little ship, for they were not far from land, but as it were two hundred cubits, not that far from that boat where Simon Peter was, and they were now dragging the net with a fish. And so what we learn here that now all the disciples are now coming back to shore. And so how wonderful to see. They recognize first John, then Peter, then the other disciples. They recognize now that it was the Lord Jesus, the Messiah himself, who was there waiting for them. He was the one that you might say called the fish to go into that area to the right side of the ship and there they will find the net and the net will find them and they will bring all the fish into shore. After a night when they caught nothing and by the word of the Lord they are now having much food to eat. And so we read in the next verses, beloved brothers and sisters, verse 9 to verse 14, that the disciples were called now, notice that they were called now to enjoy, to listen to the Lord who encouraged them to follow after Him and to become those servants that He wants them to be. And here we see that the resurrected Messiah appearing to the disciples there in order to give them instruction, to minister to them, to meet their need, to comfort them, 
and to prepare them as they will soon enough. At the Feast of Shavuot will receive the Spirit of God to indwell them, and they will begin to be those that will be the foundation of the assembly of the ecclesia, the church. And so we read in verse 9, as soon, then as they will come to land. What do they see? Again, the Creator, Messiah, the God-man, the Lord Jesus Himself. What do they see? They see a fire. They also, fire of coals were there, and also they see fish laid already there. They just came with the many fish that they came, but now they brought with them, but now they see already the Lord Himself prepared for them something to eat early in the morning. Fire of coals there, fish laid on it, and even bread. They coming from a long night. They caught nothing. They were in a state of disobedience to the Lord. Instead of waiting on Him, they returned to their old job. And here the Lord graciously is now ministering to them. How he does so, notice, first of all, he prepared breakfast for them. In Yeshua, we read in verse 10, he requested from the disciples to bring the fish that they caught. And you notice what we read. He said, bring the fish which ye have now caught. So verse 11 tells us, that Simon Peter went up and he drew the net to land full of great fish. It is very interesting because it gives us the number of the fish, 153 fish. And for all there were so many, yet was the net not broken. Again, to remind you that in chapter 5 of the Gospel of Luke, there we find out that when they brought the fish to shore, the net broke. In Luke 5 and verse 6 we read, And when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fish, and their net break. Why? Because there, in Luke 5, Yeshua said to Peter to cast nets, a plural, more than one net, but they didn't obey him and they learned the lesson. Now the Lord said to them to just cast on the right side their net and notice that John 21, we do read in this verse 11 that yet was not the net broken. Now, why do we have the number 153? It is very interesting because it really represents before us the amount of nations in this world that they, the disciples, were called to be fishers of men. They were called to be the ones that will preach the Gospels into all the world. Today we have in the United Nations about 195 countries in the world today. Really, 193 countries that are really members of states or in the United Nations. And there are other few countries who are non-members. But when you think about it, in the times when the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, was there these 153 really represent before us the nations of the world which the disciples were called to be fishers of men to go and preach the gospel unto all people. You remember in Matthew chapter 28 when the Lord gave the great commission at the end of this gospel of Matthew Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name, singular, of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you all 
way even unto the end of the world. Amen. This is how the Gospel of Matthew ends. And this is what the Lord will tell them. You go to all nations. And we have a great lesson. This number 153 was given by divine design. There's a reason why in 153 the number was given to us of the fish that were captured by the disciples who submitted to the Lord. And so, how wonderful to see that from here on now, the Lord Jesus the Messiah is inviting the disciples who were disobedient to come and dine. He meets their physical need so He can minister to them, beloved brothers and sisters. And so we read in these verses, Jesus says unto them, Come and dine. None of the disciples dare to ask him, Who art thou, knowing that it was the Lord? That they knew by now that it was the Lord. He was the one that said, You cast the net on this right side of the boat, of the ship. And they did. As a professional fisherman, they didn't catch anything the whole night. And now the Lord come, he said, You cast the net on this right side, and multitude to the fish who were called by the Lord went into that net. And now the Lord feed them. Come and dine. Come and dine. How wonderful the invitation of the Lord. Come and dine. You remember John Gospel mentioned various invitations of the Lord. You remember in chapter 1 of the Gospel of John. And in verse 39 we read, He saith unto them, Come and see. Come and see. Here, in John chapter 21, the Lord said, Come and dine. In John chapter 7, there in verse 37, Yeshua again, He said, Come unto me and drink. Come and see. Come and drink. Come and dine. The inviting of the Lord, He is inviting the invitations that He extend. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Here is an invitation to the servants of the Lord to come and enjoy and dine with Him. Remind me of what we read in the book of Revelation, where we read to the letter that Yeshua wrote, to the church of the Ephesians in Revelation uh, chapter 2 and chapter 3. If you remember when the Lord wrote to the church of the Laodicean, the letter to the Laodiceans, He said to them that if He wanted them to open the door, and He said, Behold, I stand at the door, and I knock, if any man hear my voice and open the door, and I will come in unto him and will sup with him and he with me. In other words, the Lord wants to enjoy fellowship with his own people. And here he is calling them to come and dine. So the disciples knew that it was the Lord. And notice that in verse 13 and 14 of this wonderful 21st chapter of the Gospel of John, Jesus, when he came and he takes the bread and he gives to them and fish likewise he gave them and he fed them and he ministered unto them and you notice how these verse 14 tells us now this now is the third time that jesus showed himself to his disciples after that he was risen from the dead now obviously he did not only appear to the disciples three times but it is the third of the many other times that he appeared to the disciples, whether it is to the individuals, certain individuals, or whether it is to all the disciples together to the eleven. In fact, we read in John 20, he appeared to Miriam from Magdala, Mary Magdalene in John 20, verses 11 to 18, in the city of Jerusalem. In John chapter 20, he also appeared to the 11th. We read about this in 
John chapter 20 and verses 19 to 25 to the 10 and verses 26 to 29 to all the 11s together. According to Matthew chapter 28 verses 8 to 10, he appeared to the other women who returned from the tomb. He appeared to the two on the way to Emmaus in Luke chapter 24. According to 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 5, he appeared unto Peter in Jerusalem as well. According to Luke chapter 24, once again, verse 36 to 49, he appeared to the 11 disciples after he met the two that were on the way to Emmaus. In fact, beloved brothers and sisters, He appeared to the eleven disciples on that mountain, as we read in Matthew chapter 28, verse 16 to 20, near the end of the 40 days of his ministry after his resurrection. In fact, 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 6 tells us that he appeared to 500 people at once in the Galil, near the end of his 40 days here of ministry, Upon the face of this earth. He even appeared unto Yaakov and to James according to 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 6. And beloved brothers and sisters, he also appeared in Acts chapter 1 verses 4 to 11 to the 11 disciples just as he ascended and went back to heaven at the end of the 40 days of his after-resurrection appearance. And we know that he appeared, of course, from glory to Shaul on the way to Damascus, as it is recorded in Acts chapter 9. And so Yeshua appeared more than three times, yet this, verse 14, tells us, this is now the third time that Yeshua showed himself to his disciples after He was risen from the dead. Wonderful, wonderful appearing of the Lord for His disciples in order to strengthen them, encouraging them, and leading them on so they will continue to serve Him as they are waiting the coming of the Holy Spirit of God in order that the church, the foundation of the church, will begin. We have these very interesting verses in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. I would like to read these for you, dear brothers and sisters, as we conclude with this message. We do read, beloved brothers and sisters, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, these words. For I deliver unto you, first of all, verse 3, that which I also received, now that Christ, the Messiah, died for our sins according to the Scripture, and that He was buried, and that He rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. Notice, verse 5, that He was seen of Cephas, then of the twelve, after that He was seen of above five hundred brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain unto this present, but some are fallen asleep. Verse 7, 1 Corinthians 15, 7, After that he was seen of James, this is Yaakov, then of all the apostles, and last of all, Shaul Paul is saying, last of all, he was seen of me, this is Shaul, also as one born out of due time. You see, Shaul knew very well that he was born out of due time. Why? That he looked himself as part of the nation of Israel. And he was an early bird. He was restored to the Lord. He was restored to God long before the whole nation of Israel. He was out of due time. Israel as a nation will ultimately recognize who Yeshua is when they shall look upon him whom they have pierced according to the prophet Zechariah. And Israel will recognize him and he will appear. Every eye shall see him and even them that pierce him we read in the book of Revelation. Paul, Shaul, was one 
that was born out of due time. Israel will be born later on, but he was born again of the Spirit of God sooner than the rest of the nation of Israel. And here we see, beloved brothers and sisters, the appearing of the Lord Jesus the Messiah after His resurrection, and the purpose behind it is to strengthen their disciples in preparation for the establishment of the assembly, the church, where the preaching of the gospel will be throughout all the nations of the world where the gospel of the grace of God will be ministered around the world. How wonderful today for you and I to be born of the Spirit of God. We heard the message of the gospel. We have accepted the Lord Jesus, the Messiah. We became born again, part of the assembly of the ecclesia. And soon and very soon the Lord Jesus will return and He will come to take His people to be with Him in glory. How wonderful to have these Assurance of the coming of the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, the resurrected Messiah, appearing now to his disciples here in the Sea of Galilee. Well, my dear brothers and sisters, God bless you. And until the next and the final message in John 21, verses 15 to the end of the chapter, until that time, we say to you, Shalom, Shalom. You have been listening to the Holy Scriptures and Israel with Gideon Levitam. Gideon teaches God's Word from a Hebrew Messianic perspective. For more information about this ministry, write to Holy Scriptures and Israel, Box 1411, Niagara-on-the-Lake, Ontario, L0S1J0, or visit our website at holyscripturesandisrael.com. You are also invited to Gideon's weekly Bible teaching on Fridays at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. and Saturdays at 1 p.m., at Willowdale Christian Assembly Hall, 28 Martin Ross Avenue in Toronto. Holy Scriptures and Israel is made possible by your prayers and financial support. If you would like to support the program, visit holyscripturesandisrael.com. God bless you. Shalom, shalom.